Well, welcome to another edition of Mall It Over. This is our second episode. I will be your host for this evening. My name is Nathan. And keeping in line with today's theme, I can do this all day. Next, we have Joel. I didn't, I didn't play an Avengers one. I just... You didn't get the memo? Well, I know we're talking about Avengers. That's not my intro, though. I just want to let everyone know that I look like Eli Manning. That's my intro. <laughs> right. our, our listeners that don't know what we look like, I look like Eli Manning. I look like a young Bruce Willis. I look like Sigourney Weaver. The voice you heard there is Marty. Hi, welcome to the podcast. And if we can't save this podcast, you can be sure we'll avenge it. Well done, sir. Well done. Well, if you haven't gathered already, we will be discussing... Anaconda 2. Anaconda 2. Hot no. button issue on a lot of people's minds these days. Hunt for the blood orchid. No, 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 no. No one who actually listened to the pod watched Anaconda. We can't talk about the second one. Yeah, because they've already seen it. They probably already own it. Oh, that movie's so good. It's such a classic. So many Grammys for that Grammys? Is yes. that music awards? It had good music. <laughs> it is the Grammys. All right, then. Okay. <laughs> Off and rolling. So, um, I guess we ruffled some feathers this week with our last episode. Who knew three dudes shouting their opinion in three a microphone would upset people? But perhaps, perhaps, there's a small, a very slight chance we may have got some of our facts wrong along the Star Wars lines. Joel, would you perhaps be able to clear a couple of those up for our dedicated listeners that we love and appreciate. Hi, Gina. So first of all, the quick fact check. Apparently, the lightsaber that Rey has at the end of Rise of Skywalker is yellow, whereas we said it was orange. So... I disagree. Yeah. And then also, I mentioned how I should be in the Mando suit. Apparently, they got John Wayne's grandson. And since my grandson, my grandfather wants to be John Wayne, but isn't, I'm not allowed. (laughs) Close enough to be in the Mando suit. (laughs) If if anyone can find the actual name of that individual, please put it in our comment section because... I believe he is just credited as John Wayne's grandson. I don't, I don't know. We could Google it. It's not important. When you're John Wayne's grandson, you doesn't matter what you do. You could cure cancer. They'd be like, yo, John Wayne's grandson cured cancer. Yeah. You, you imagine never... him in third grade just being like them doing roll call and it's like, John Wayne's grandson, because I forgot your name. <laughs> Ain't that right, Pilgrim? And remember, you can follow us on Twitter and also on Instagram at Mollet Over. Uh, yes. And then- kind of a big deal. Uh, also, one other thing that was brought up, um, we talked about the female leads in the Star Wars movies, and an actual real-life female took a little offense to it, and uh, obviously we're three white men, we're not females, so we should probably take her opinion into account, at least like 70% of our opinion, you know? It's not the That's, going right. <laughs> so historically what it goes for. Historically, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so she, she mentioned that we may have slandered Padme a little bit. Because apparently, even though Padme was, for the most part, pretty useless and in a pointless love story, she uh, apparently kicked butt and was uh, was really a well, good female. I don't know. This uh, complainer who shall remain anonymous, you know. <coughs> you know who you are. Yeah. Go figure. We'll she, be complaining about something. She did mention that Padme was relatable because she had terrible taste in men. So maybe maybe that's something. <laughs> you know, that's you, a point. Anakin maybe you shouldn't go after 10-year-olds. You know, Anakin wasn't all bad. You know, he did have some mistakes, like genocide. But, you know, what man hasn't committed genocide? Yeah, that too. I think that Big was a mistake. mistake. <laughs> that was a good pickup line. 
for it a 10-year-old. It got a Natalie Portman. I've tried you it. you got to respect the have guy. three restraining orders. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, side point. I, I heard this thing. So, you know how Palpatine apparently procreated, which... Gross. Yeah. Don't bow focus bow. on that one too yeah. much. What, what, but wouldn't it be cool if... The, his baby mama was Kira Knightley, who was Padme's like uh, body double. double. Yeah, the double that got blown up in, in two. two. Yeah, two. well, of course you blow her up no, after she had I, his kids. Did she get blown up? <laughs> that was another. I thought oh, that was, was that another Kira Knightley. No, I don't think so. But oh god! But hey, for the fans Shh. listening, look that up. Oh, gosh, sorry let about us your know. ear holes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah holes. God, we're gonna have to fact check, check some more. Okay, let's not do that. Let's. <laughs> All right, next next on the docket here, a couple of mispronunciations. Fortunately, I don't think it was around the Star Wars theme, but on three, each of us pronounce anacondas. Ready? One, two, three. Python. Anaconda. <laughs> okay, so I actually... Way go- too many Ds. I Googled the movie. <laughs> I Googled the movie when I was watching it, and I was like, I need to know... So I went to Google it, and it wasn't showing up on my phone. And I was like, what? Because I was spelling it A-N-D-A. I feel like you could do looking Conda. at the word. That's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point is is that it sounds like there's a D in it. Oh, man. This it's is okay. already a good it's start. Our, it's our uh, local region in this part of the English-speaking world. We pronounce Ds when we shouldn't sometimes. If it was a rattlesnake, we would have been able to pronunciate it just fine. Yeah. No, we just wouldn't have said the Ts. We'd say rattlesnake. Rattle. I would have said Austin. Constant Steve Austin. Rattler. Oh, the wow. Texas rattlesnake. That's a... Digging deep for that reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, t- Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Oh, Marvel. that's right. I don't know if you guys have been around the last 20 years, but Marvel's put out a few Jesus. movies. Um... Today we're going to try really hard to focus on just phase one. So if you have to Google which ones are phase one, you are not alone. I had to do the same. Phase one is going to include such classics as Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and of course, The Avengers. So... First question on the docket. Oh, I forgot to mention something. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is only going to be a second. Go ahead, Eli Manning. Right. Thank you, sir. (laughs) So we were supposed to record on Sunday. Good luck with the job hunt. Yeah, thanks. Hey, I got millions banked. (laughs) This ain't no sports podcast. Continue. Once the Patriots cut Brady, I'll be there to... Right, 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 right. (laughs) So, uh... Oh, we were were supposed to record on Sunday, and you don't know this listener, but today is actually Tuesday. Nathan, why didn't we record on Sunday? Uh, Because... My wife didn't allow it. We are currently in my dining room, which she was gracious enough to allow today. But I worked a 106-hour week, and then my first day off, I was going to spend with my bros recording a stupid podcast. So I felt a little guilty and asked for a rain check. Is that satisfactory to you guys? So I think we should kick Nathan off the podcast. I think this is a capital offense. I His mean, priorities are clearly out of whack. Marty, are you with me on kicking Nathan off ba- the podcast? Basically, what we have here is lightning in a bottle. And Nathan doesn't even want to let it out. He just wants to work and spend time with his wife like who does that i have sent my wife to the other room this evening my dedication to this is clear okay well my wife's at home sick so i went to get her medicine and i'm here so who's really (laughs) showing dedication here who's showing dedication you just text her periodically and tell her oh this store was out of it also no just the roads are bad oh there's a car accident it doesn't matter doesn't matter. But the point is, is that my priorities are in the right spot, and my wife will never listen to the podcast, and we'll never know. Guys. And see me. I'd like to. I'm single. 
All right, well, just throw this out to the podcast oh, listeners, God. all of our seven or eight listeners out there. If you want Hi, anything Gina. kicked off of the podcast, please uh, email us at <laughs> mallitover at gmail.com. We'll tally the results. So, uh, Nathan, go ahead and host. It could be your one and only time. Okay, thanks, Joel, for that shot of confidence going into this. We will first discuss our favorite phase one Marvel movie. There's about 600 movies, so you got to narrow it down to those... How many were there? Six? Six, I Six think that I listed. One, yeah. um, can I, can I ask a first? question? Question away. Okay. Um, is it... Can we kind of like negate Avengers from this, or do we want to include that as well? Mm. Avengers is a part of All right, Phase we'll, 1. We'll have, we'll have a separate... Okay. Are we unanimous that Avengers is the best Phase One film? I I would say it's my favorite. The most mind blowing like film of that. And, we'll, and that we can date. get more into detail with that later, but I would say yes. I would say Iron Man is like oh, a really God, close second. I'm just saying you would. Well, that's why I'm asking the question. Um. Okay. First, let's do the the five kind of if you want to call them origin stories, origin and stories. then we'll All right. include Avengers. Um. If you're starting with me, go ahead, uh, Marty. I'm gonna say Iron Man because honestly. One, it jump-started all of this Marvel hype. It was very good. Before this, Marvel was in a dark spot. And I'm not picking and choosing on any movie. It was all kind of cringy, bad. Cough, blade, cough. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say other movies. Fantastic Four was a classic. Was that Fox? Was said that Fox? literally no one. Uh, yeah, Fox you're movies. really just... <laughs> Begging now to be Sorry. off this podcast. <laughs> no, but I mean, so Iron Man, I remember seeing, like, going in, oh, God, I remember Sorry. seeing it and, be, like, it was so good. We liked it so much that we went literally from the movie theater to Burger King, which was, you know, advertising Iron Man stuff at the time. We got food, ate it on the way back to the theater, and saw the next showing Oh, oh, Iron wow. Man. We went twice in one day. That's we impressive. enjoyed it that much. And yeah, it was just very Remember good. Remember when we didn't have jobs? Oh, that was the best. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And just, you know, every, like how it was put together. Um, it wasn't oversaturated with, you know, the typical superhero thing. It was very much like how Robert Downey Jr. was. Like he was a mess. He was, I mean, he was... Oh, what was it? He had his uh, felony, his it was the drug addiction. Exactly. Yeah. And it was the rebirth of Tony Stark. He was going from, you know, selling weapons. And then you didn't really get that part, but you had the gist of it. And then you got the hero being reborn kind of thing. And it was nice. And I liked it. Ate a slice of humble pie, got blown up by his own weapons. Exactly. And then came back a changed man. And he you was, gotta love it. And he was making things right that he had wronged. And he was, you know, trying to be the hero that... He didn't know he could be. All right, Joel, how about yours? I feel like Iron Man's kind of the low-hanging fruit here. It's, it's pretty It's pretty universally lauded as the best, yeah. yeah. I think Robert Downey Jr.'s performance is just incredible. I remember at the time, it was Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and Heath Ledger as Joker, which just completely changed all of comic book movies for me personally. So to be even in the same breath as Heath Ledger as Joker, I think it has to be up there. As far as a movie as a whole, I would like to throw... Iron Man is probably number one, but The Incredible Hulk and Thor, I also loved a lot. Especially Thor. Especially on rewatch of Thor. Mm -hmm. The first time, I don't remember enjoying it as much, but on rewatch, the special effects were a little weak, but the story was incredible. Thor's character growth was really good. 
the humor that was kind of put into it. I just enjoyed it a lot. I think the complexity of the villain too. I just I would just put that also up there as a very very good movie. Yeah, it was the. I give Thor a lot of credit too. Granted, I did just watch it today, so it's definitely fresh in my mind, and I'm totally with you. I, I didn't recall liking it that much, but uh, yeah, I got pick the low hanging fruit here, being Iron Man. Iron Man being the the original, the start of all this. John Favreau should get like a Nobel Prize for casting Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Dude, can we agree that he's an incredible? Director. Oh yeah, totally. you're just I mean, saying that because of the newest episode of Mandalorian. Not just that, but he did a really that. good you job. Seen the newest episode of Mandalorian yet? Now yeah, who's behind? Yeah. God, you're you're, you're just begging to be out of the podcast. <laughs> oh Jeez. god, we should just spoil it for him. Just spoil it for him. I mean, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a really weird subject, uh, but he directed the uh, remake of The Lion King, and it was very good. So so far, in my opinion, he does pretty good work. So. Keep it up. I know you're John listening. Favreau. All right, John Favreau. Yeah, you're out there. And if you can just write yourself into a love story with Marissa Tomei, more power to you. You can't blame him for doing that. <laughs> really can't. If I was John Favreau, I'd do the same thing. Really, really good point. I'd be like, you Ex- know what? Yeah. I should have a love interest. Um, we, we discussed this earlier, but... All right, well, we're getting into the next question. Next question being, least favorite Marvel movie, and perhaps elaborate on why. Uh, Marty, or let's let's go with Joel the first this time. Uh, I think this is an easy choice. It's Iron Man two. <sighs> Iron Man two is easily the worst movie from Phase one, and to me, it's not even close. Like they had to retry, they had to bring back Iron Man because he was the most popular. He did so good. Okay, fine. The one thing I will say about Iron Man two is that. Natasha Romanoff with the long hair. Easily oh the God. best version of Natasha Romanoff. Seriously. Don't know why she cut her hair. I guess it's to make fighting easier. That's dumb. She should have kept the long hair. Yeah. She was way, really way the hair whips. more impressive. Just yeah. that whole shot. Just, oh, so wonderful. Okay. Anyways, let's just let's just move on past that real quick. <laughs> Marty's getting a little there too There were excited. other things in that film besides <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. There was. And there was a there lot was. of garbage. A lot of, no, not a fan of the villain. The tie-in with like Stark's dad. The whole plot of Stark poisoning himself and having to figure it out it just I didn't really care for it I was not a fan of that movie I'm not saying it's bad because I do think it's a good movie I think this is really just uh, pointing out how great all of the phase one movies were because we were so caught up in phase two three and all the newer ones and how amazing they are I was really surprised that I enjoyed all of the phase one movies so much that even one I would consider to be good which is Iron Man 2 still my least favorite so that's where I would go with that one just because all the other ones I enjoyed so much more. Uh, fair points you make, but you're wrong. Marty, go ahead. Uh, man, you know, uh, looking back on it, they all did pretty decently with, um, like, the CGI props, uh, sets, and stuff like that. Uh, the only one that really hit hard, and just you could see the defects for me, and it's the reason why I feel like it's the worst one, Captain America. Ooh. Like, I... And I love Captain America. He really... Chris Evans did a fantastic job. That movie, it felt like a documentary about, you know, the war times, which it probably, you know, was. But there's so many scenes, like, when he's running through New York, and you can tell it's just bad CGI. Not even good CGI. It's just... It's not great. Now, it's a good movie. I like it. But I like all the other Marvel movies in Phase 1. I like The Incredible Hulk. I actually thought it was incredibly good, especially coming off of 
the Hulk before that with you know mutant poodles and mutant Sam Elliott. You know? Okay, Sam, don't, no, 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 don't just take throw my shade at Sam Elliott. And I need kicked off the podcast. Okay, so Sam Elliott is a is a gosh darn American treasure. I will address this in the next podcast and apologize about it. <laughs> Sam Elliott's amazing. I think you're wrong on two counts. First of all, the worst CGI was in the first Thor movie because Asgard looked super fake. It looked incredibly fake. It was all very flat and shiny, and you could tell it was. When just was the last time you saw br- Captain America, though? Like two days ago. And I you thought that the you thought that the New York scene where he's jumping off of cars was better looking than the Thor? Yeah, because the Asgard just was very cheaply done. I'm not saying it looked good. I'm just saying I think Thor was worse. And Captain well, America, I do agree with you. I think Captain America is kind of universally regarded as the the least appreciated or the least The first movie, of, right? that's what I'm saying. Later on in the phases, I think those movies did a lot stronger. And, you know, like I was saying once again, just like everything was close. I liked Hulk. I loved Thor. Thor 1 is probably still my favorite of all three of those movies. Really? Yes, I like it. I liked it a lot. I like Marty is just full of terrible opinions. Well, I mean, shut up. <laughs> well, also, but so that's that's my my take on it. Um, Captain like, America is like my choice. Talk, but right. I just want to really quick, okay. in defense of Captain America, it has the most compelling love story out of all of them. Thank you. And it is truly heartbreaking. Definitely truly. trumps Padme and Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was really good, and, and yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't bad. Like I like the story. It's just, just the CGI, CGI is the one thing that set it off. Because like Hulk had a great story, and uh, Iron Man two, it was good story, but you know it was alright. Thor had a good story, but yeah, if I had to choose what I consider the worst, it's Captain America. I that's think fair. That's fair. Iron Man two is so unfairly hated. Like by everyone, I think the expectations going into it were somewhat, you know, they were high because the first one just set such a precedent. I really liked Iron Man two. Mickey Rourke, I don't know, I don't know what they were going for with him, but uh, he's not even Russian. Natasha Romanoff, I want Justin Hammer. These new characters that they introduced were hilarious and fun, and I enjoyed the story. My least favorite is going to be Incredible Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, and his weird hulky Tom Cruise haircut that he kept hair whipping around. You want to talk about garbage (laughs) CGI? How have we not mentioned the Hulk smash rooftop fight where it looked like a Nintendo 64 video game where you have a couple monsters? No, Incredible Hulk... Aside from Edward Norton, I do miss him as the Hulk, was was way overrated. People want to dig it up as being this like this uh, this diamond in the rough type movie in the Marvel Universe, and I don't think it was. I think there's a reason it was swept under the rug. Liv Tyler, never been a fan. Uh, Joel yeah, just made no. a shocking face for yeah. all our audio <laughs> I've just listeners. never been a fan. Just Pikachu, um, sh- Pikachu shocked face. Yeah, silly, <laughs> silly love story. The same story over and over. I don't know. I didn't. How? I wasn't digging on Incredible Hulk. The the scene in Iron Man two where Mickey Rourke has the whips and he chops Tony Stark's NASCAR in half. Come on, that was epic. That was so cool. And I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, I'm just saying you know like and that. That yeah, scene was pretty cool. Like, I loved the doping up, like, the suit up from the briefcase kind of thing. But that made me think, like, 
watching it later on, it's like, how heavy is that suit? Part, that, first, yeah, first, yeah, first of all, how, how, how heavy, heavy is, is that suit? <laughs> on which account? Uh, how Disagreeing how with you? Di- no, no, that's fine. Pretty uh, how okay. dare you disrespect Lady Arwen from... <laughs> I hope I said her name right. From the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Our, our yeah. one fan that is a woman will we, tell us that we did it wrong. We will have a Lord of the Rings Yeah, me and all of the play, women are defending <laughs> Lady Arwen. I don't situation. have a problem with women. Lady Arwen. I just didn't care <laughs> Liv for... Tyler in general. Liv Tyler just the Liv Tyler a, slander. What, what was her name? Dr. Betty Ross? Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's General Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Thunderbolt. Um... Pop no, quiz, which got the lowest rating on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, you think? Ooh, I'm going to say Hulk. I'm going to say Hulk also. Hulk got a 67%. Iron Man 2 got a 73 So, to everyone's point, they're all good films, and we're nitpicking them, but... Well, you, you asked us a simple question. I think you have good legs to stand on. You, with, with you asked us a question of which we thought was worse, which was worse for us. And, once again, this is just our opinions. It's not saying which one is the worst. It's just us saying... And I know we're, we're three dumb dudes in a kitchen right now <laughs> making a podcast. We hate this movie. I'd like to think I'm relatively intelligent. Well, one person I know did say Captain America was their favorite of the first phase. So I guess everyone has differing opinions. Who said I, that? It's no, not, it's got to stay in the house. Yeah, yeah. Idiot! <laughs> we'll have him on the pod to defend himself and hopefully beat you up. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll just replace you once uh, everyone votes uh, to kick uh, you off the pod. <laughs> If you want to be on our podcast to replace Nathan, uh, throw your name into the hat. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We are accepting applications right now for the third member of the Mall It Over pod. Please Uh, submit them to mallitover at gmail.com. I don't know why I even tried. I wrote this whole outline, everything. Took me a whole five minutes. For what? Nothing. All right. Favorite good guy. Favorite hero. Go. When are we doing the first ad read? Is that later? Go ahead. First ad well, you gotta lead into it. You can't just throw it in there like oh, that. So hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll set it up. Like we can say that these movies—they're kind of like works of art, right? Well, what else is like a work of art, Joel? An actual work of art? Like yeah, painting. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps art. <laughs> we could just call do art works of art. Any artists? I think we do. Oh, okay. Is he talented? Throwing it to Joel. Go ahead and do the ad read. Ah, uh, yes. Let's uh, just direct everyone to PC Gallery. What's his Instagram? Is it PC <laughs> Gallery Studio? PC Gallery Studio. PC Gallery Studio. Amazing artwork. It's all spray paint and acrylics. And I know that because I've heard him say it many times. Yeah. And it looks really good. The coloring is great. It's unique. No one else really does this type of spray paint art. It's mostly landscapes from the southwestern Colorado slash Arizona, New Mexico. It's a very southwestern vibe. He has some other pieces that are a little more city He's vibe. He's been dabbling with cities lately. It's, it's pretty neat. I, a lot it, of detail. His stuff is beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Is. Check him out on Instagram. Does he have a Facebook? Um, I do not believe he has a Facebook. He's got a, the email, pcgallerystudios at gmail.com. You can DM him for prices on his artwork, or you can DM him to just ask if he'll paint you, you know, your own custom painting. One of a kind. Um, just hit him up. He likes to chat. He brought that out yesterday. He's got PayPal, Venmo, and Cash Apps. So just go to his website. It's a little under the construction side, but you know, just hit him up, talk to he him. He has a website? That's what it says here. That's uh, NewYorkArt.com oh, slash it's, products it's, on the New York so it's not his website. website. Not his, true. but that, you know, he's got mm-hmm. stuff on there. So. I, cool. I have uh, some inside information on this uh, famous artist, though, and I believe a website is in the works. 
So you can look forward to seeing that at some mm-hmm. point in the future. I know my wife specially requested a picture because she wanted it to be more white and black as a lot of his are more colorful. So she got a white and black painting of a forest. So it looks very nice. We have displayed in our bedroom as well as a di- dip stitch, which is two separate paintings that you sit next to each other that kind of combine to make one big painting those are really cool we have one of those in our kitchen i do have one of his paintings and it's phenomenal um he texted me the other day to make sure it wasn't in the trash and i was like no right. it's art i'm gonna hang it so on the wall like two minutes of air okay yeah that's let's, enough let's so so if you yeah. have any questions mull it over at gmail.com we can direct next you. vincent van gogh over here or something chop your more. chop your ear off phil <laughs> make Back some art out of that hand uh, favorite favorite good guy. And keep in mind, this does not need to be the lead. This does not need to be the hero. It just needs to be a... Uh, I don't think protagonist is the right word. Yeah, a protagonist. A good guy. Good lady, even, perhaps, if you're... Yeah, I know. None of us are going to choose a lady here. Well, I mean, I would choose a lot of those ladies, <laughs> to be honest with you. To be your favorite, or <laughs> just choose. Uh, All right, y'all are being bashful. No, no. Good guy. I'll, I'll go out there. Heimdall from Thor. Mm, he's incredible. Dude, he's dude. so cool. Andrew, shout out his elbow. I just elbow those orange eyes. He he kind of has a secondary role. It's a character that is kind of thrown in. He's kind of included in a lot of Thor movies. He is so cool. Even in the first Thor, you can tell this guy is awesome. He's incredible. Probably he would be my favorite. He doesn't have much of a character arc or nothing really changes with him but his character itself and the way it's portrayed awesome i love i love heimdall excellent points and uh and backing on that i like that you you uh went to a little bit of obscurity there didn't pick an obvious one marty who you got oh uh, you know i was something up yeah no what i was just looking up there? names um right. honestly my favorite uh chester phillips glad colonel. you're prepared chester glad phillips prepared. colonel chester phillips. uh please elaborate tommy please. lee jones um i loved his character the soldier From the colonel oh, captain america just he had no faith in in, in cap it's probably not being replaced and just i loved his just like he would have a speech and then he would look at Steve Rogers when he was, you know, still not super soldier. And he'd be like, and these uh, men are going to get better. Much, much better. It just, he was sarcastic the whole movie. He had a, a bit of sass to him, but he was, you know, he held his own. He was pretty cool. I thought that was the last actor in Hollywood not included in the Marvel Universe. No. I totally no. forgot about his. Marvel Universe makes six degrees of separation so easy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, everyone that they've included. Okay. That's, man, you guys picked good ones. I was just going with like an obvious one. Uh, Thor. Thor, I like the Yes, the evolution, actor Thor. Evolution of his character. He goes from the arrogant prince king to be to super humbled. And then he just begins this long, painful journey of being humbled after humbled after humbled until finally, like... And in the end, it wasn't much better. He still he retired his Thor crown as a fat Viking. So hey, hey that's two two phases too far. Yeah. We're still in phase okay, one. I'm We're sorry. still in phase one. Thor uh, one, he's still in his hero phase, but he started off as an arrogant prince, and that he still that needed to be taught a lesson, and then he learned that valuable lesson and ended up saving the day. I don't know. I guess I liked his story, especially compared to the others. You have the playboy millionaire who finds his heart. You have. Goody Two Shoe Captain Rogers who finds steroids. I just thought Thor was the most complex. 
I got a question for you guys. Uh oh. When you saw the first uh, Iron Man, did you guys think, oh man, Terrence Howard, we're gonna see him forever? In, in the next movie and the next. Did, no, you, did was, you guys think that? This is what I was going to say. Are you dis- more disappointed or more annoyed by the fact that they replaced Terrence Howard or the fact that they replaced the Hulk character? The think, Hulk. think about Hulk. how many recasts has Marvel done for these 10 years of movies. They've only had just a couple, which is impressive. When you pay them gobs of money they tend to stick around. Yeah, but, but yeah. Terrence Howard wanted more money so they were like, okay, we're moving is on. Is that why he wanted it? I don't know. Well, I, heard. I heard it was disagreements with Robert Downey Jr. I heard he was incredibly Could difficult to get along with, and those two were like Whoa. just constantly bickering. Our sources are probably pretty accurate. I yeah, I think I I got a I know a guy. I don't know anyone. <laughs> That's just what I read. Probably a tabloid or something. But well, either way, he fumbled that bag. He had a big old bag, and he <laughs> oh, fumbled geez. it. I could have made Migos would be. Yeah, so I guess he did pretty good with probably Empire and stuff. But what? Terrence Howard. What's Empire? Empire's that TV show that he stars in that's oh. like super, super oh, popular. Right. I totally know all about that. No disintegrations. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, it's it's Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. I'm talking about the TV. Okay. Oh, oh, he was he was in that? That'd be Empire TV show Skin Check. I have not seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's Anyway. What was I saying? Oh, Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Edward Norton left. Again, based on no source whatsoever, because he had disagreements with the direction they're going with his character, which, when you watch the Avengers, makes total and complete sense because the entire premise of the first Incredible Hulk is that he's trying to gain control of his powers. Then in the Avengers, he's just like, That's my secret. I'm always angry. Then he has control of his powers, and all of a sudden, now he's this monster that you can communicate with. Hulk smash. He's actually like cracking and grinning. So I'm, I'm guessing Edward Norton read this in a script Damn, like and it. took issue with it. Yeah, but, I can see that. And I, he's I an actor's know. actor. So that that's the kind of crap that would bother him, whereas a movie star like Mark Ruffalo would just be like, eh, I thought I'd do it. Check? I'll do what you want. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because in The Incredible Hulk, he turned into the Hulk not when he was angry, but when his heart rate got too high. Because remember he had that little lodge, so he was keeping yeah. his heart rate. He had to learn these breathing techniques. Whereas in the Avengers, it reverts back to oh, it's when he's angry. But at the end of the first, at the end of the Incredible Hulk, he is like meditating, and his eyes turn green. It's looking like he's beginning to control it. So I don't really know what all happened with Edward Norton. The Hulk did have kind of a minor, more so, act in the Avengers. I will say I didn't catch this until my most recent rewatch. But in the Avengers movie. Uh, the actor that plays the Hulk, he mentions that... Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. So he's like, the last time I was in Harlem, I kind of broke it. Mm-hmm. And Harlem was where the Hulk, fought, yeah. the Hulk fought the Abomination, which I did not catch that. Maybe other people have, but I thought that was interesting that they still tied it in a little bit. I mean, they tied it in fairly, you know. I mean, they even had Robert Downey Jr. as the cameo at the end of The Incredible Hulk. Which didn't make sense with Iron Man 2, because in Iron Man 2, he's, like, out of the Avengers. He's a consultant. It's not even his team. But somehow in the Hulk, he's like, we're building a team. But he wasn't really... Because at that point, he was building a team. He was helping Nick Fury, and then the stuff with Iron Man 2 happened. Because technically, I believe the release order was Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and then Iron Man 2. So... Mm. If I'm thinking about it right, he he was helping Nick Fury find these people, and then in Iron Man Two he started you know going spiraling out of control, hence the whole donut scene, and then you know like they basically put him on the back burner, and then with the events of uh, the Avengers, they were just like, well shoot, you know we just got to make things uh, 
work as is. So, fair enough. While we're talking about our favorite characters, let's let's again revisit our favorite female characters since that went by so well last time. Yeah. Who is your favorite female characters from the phase one? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of putting you guys on the spot, so I'll start. Haley Atwell was incredible in Captain America, the first Avenger. So Thanks. I would say Haley Atwell, and then of course Natasha Romanoff. So, so good. good, she got a spinoff. So good, dude. Yeah. Seriously, I was yeah, gonna say did. Peggy Carter as well. I mean. Not only is she uh, very beautiful, but she's incredibly tough. Let's think about what female characters do we have. Obviously, There's Black Jane Foster. Uh, Jane Foster. Natalie Portman's fun. Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Liv Tyler, who Nathan already established, he disrespects. She's the Padme of this did, conversation. Did for her. I don't dislike her. <laughs> I just think there's a million different people they could have got for that role. That I know better. Um... So we should, should we just kick Nathan off now? Or no, wait till you know, everyone's entitled to an opinion, Joel. Right, Sometimes right, right. those opinions can be wrong, I'm but you know. Sorry. I'm turning into the cost you a, of this conversation. They, they cost you a spot like, on the podcast, but you know, sometimes. Fox News over here. People like, <laughs> disagree with you. Um, yeah, let's go Jane Foster. Jane Foster's fun. Natalie Portman. Oscar, I don't know if she had an Oscar then, but Oscar winning actress they got for that role who's coming back and... Another edition of Thor. Super excited. That's going to be that, really but cool. I'm always yeah. Natalie Portman. It's going to be interesting. Shout out sure. Padme. Super underrated <laughs> character that Natalie Portman also portrays. Padme. Certain person. Never, who might be never made a mistake once in her life. Not once. Definitely great taste in men. Sucker. All right. Moving on. What we have next? Uh, favorite villain. Favorite villain. This one's a little trickier. Ooh. I think. Okay, so. I didn't mention this. Favorite good guy slash favorite villain? Uh, Hawkeye. Because whoa. Hawkeye was a good guy in Avengers. Also a villain when he was brainwashed. But he was so cool when he was brainwashed. He was cool he, in he general. Was, he wrecked everybody. As a villain. It doesn't count as him being that a villain? Does not I would say okay. Not as a villain. He's being controlled. Yeah. Alright, well then Hawkeye's included in one of the coolest characters that is good. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree with name? that. So we'll go on. Uh, Red Skull? No, the Doctor um, and Thor that oh. also was mind control in Avengers. Um, uh, I mean, we all have smartphones, but we're not looking we're, it up. We're so. showing how prepared we are. <laughs> anyway, so what were you going to say about that Doctor? I'll look up his name so we don't have to fact check what was I gonna say? Oh, that Doctor. Like, he's not a villain, but he, he was under the same brain. He invented stuff the too. technology to get the Jatari into Earth's yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, like, I can remember Chitari, but I can't remember a doctor's <laughs> okay. name. That's <laughs> uh, funny. That, that should one. show you just how nerdy I am. Marty, do you have a favorite villain? Uh, favorite villain? Um, no, I am prepared. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so prepared. That's, no, and I'm thinking of my response. I'm, I'm thinking of my response because I really liked Ironmonger, uh, Jeff Bridges' character Ooh. in Iron Man, because he was technically. From what I remember reading, he was supposed to be the villain in the second Iron Man movie, but they kind of like something happened, and they wanted to make him the villain for the first. Was he movie. supposed to be Whiplash or Justin Hammer? He was supposed to be his same character. That's the thing. He was supposed to be, you know, Tony Stark's friend in the first movie. Show a little bit of signs of evil, like maybe could could he have been a bad guy in the first one, and then in the second one, it, his true color show. I do like how they did it for the first one because. It showed that at that point in Tony's life, anybody could have been an enemy. And we see that a very trusted friend, uh, someone that took care of his father's company, you know, had a, like, he had a good motive. He didn't want to lose the millions and millions of dollars that 
you know, for a villain, that's a great thing yeah, to I don't lose. Know if it was a great motive, but for yeah, a villain, it was a great some. motive. He didn't want to lose <laughs> his had, money. Let's. He had his motives. For so, sure. but yeah, no, and it's just like it's it was cool and it was different than your typical Red Skull, you know, abomination kind of villains. It's not just saying that you know they're not good. I but you asked me who my favorite is. I'm gonna say Jeff Bridges because. Yeah. He's got some true grit to him. Necessarily asking who's the best villain. Yeah. We're asking who our favorite. My favorite, are. yeah, and it's him. So that doctor was Eric Selvig. Eric played, Selvig, played by Stellan Skarsgård, according to IMBD. IMDb. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm Trust afraid to type that everyone. in my browser. Marty's, uh, Marty's arch nemesis, IMBD. IMBD. No, Marty's uh, worst uh, nemesis, grammar. Grammar. <laughs> Joel, you got one off the top of your head? I was going to say, well, I feel like the villains are kind of just the good guys, but like better, but worse because, so the Incredible Hulk, the bad guy is another Hulk-like creature (laughs) who's also like, but he's bad. Exhibit A on why it kind of sucked. Oh my god. Well, then Iron Man, <laughs> the bad guy, Iron Monger, it's uh, just Iron Man suit, but worse because it's a bad guy and it's oh, bigger. Oh no, it's bigger. Stronger. Exactly. And I then, have bad motives. And then you go along in Captain America, the Red Skull also For 30 took. 30 years I've been holding you up. <laughs> Built this company from nothing. <laughs> So that so that even Captain America, the Red Skull, also had the Super Soldier Serum. He was like kind of the same as Captain America, but worse because he was evil and it amplified the evil within him or whatever. So I feel like the obvious choice for best villain is Loki. It has to be Loki because Loki yeah. isn't just uh, like a villain with a singular purpose that's negative. You kind of see, especially in the first Thor, that he has some deep-seated family, especially father issues, and he obviously doesn't handle that well as he murders lots and lots of people especially in the Avengers, but even through the Avengers, he's a villain. He's the main villain, but deep down, you kind of feel like you don't want him to be the villain, even though you're rooting against him. I gotta say... So Loki, Loki easily is my favorite villain. From I gotta say, that one. scene in the first Thor, when it's Odin holding onto Thor, and Thor holding the staff, holding onto Loki, and after everything horrible that Loki had just did, he looks at Odin, and he's like, I just wanted to impress you, Father. It's just like... It's so sad, but it, it once again sad. shows how good of a movie it is because it, it makes the villain, the person you're supposed to hate, relatable. Just, love, yeah. yeah, it's just love. It was difficult that you, that you uh, sympathize, which is with. why I can't wait to talk about like Infinity War because mm-hmm. yeah, keep but it, that's that's Phase Three. Right, right, right. Yeah, Loki. Yeah, Lo- well, Loki has an advantage being in, in two movies, one of them being, like, the pinnacle of the series. He was the primary villain. So, uh, like like Joel said, he is the obvious choice here. No love for Red Skull, huh? Um, what's his name? Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Good Weaving. casting. Dude, I, Random I didn't say, like, I like Hugo Weaving okay. as the Red Skull. It's Dude. just... You asked my favorite. I'm gonna go Jeff Bridges. You gotta dig deep into like some some comic book fandom to figure out why he was the the ghost at the end of Endgame, but like I didn't get that connection necessarily. But it was there's kinda, obviously he they wanted him to be a stronger character. It was pretty kind of, cool how they brought that out. Kind of so. turned out to be, yeah. Well so. even watching Captain America the First Avenger, when he messes with the cube, it creates a portal into space basically where he gets sucked into. Yeah. So you kinda see in hindsight how oh he was like being teleported mm-hmm. by the power of the But at the time you thought, himself. you know, that he was being disintegrated, which was cool because it was like, Alright, he's gone. We don't have another, like, we don't have to worry about him no more. And then seeing him pop up later and, like, you knowing 
what each of these Infinity Stones does. Uh, spoiler alert, they're, they're Infinity Stones. If you haven't seen the Marvel movies, get yourself together. But yeah, just really cool how that all worked out. I mean, to alienate all the population that haven't seen the yeah. Marvel movies already. It's cool because we have just such a mass fandom that we can afford Do you think Gina's like, seen any of the Marvel I movies? I don't know if she has, honestly. She's With too, all her quilting that she's she does. She's busy knitting things. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess she doesn't quilt. I was supposed to say she doesn't oh, actually quilt. She, she just crochets just a phase or something. Just I don't a crochets. <laughs> There's a difference. There is. And if my so. mom's listening, she knows the differences. But Marty, 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 your mom's not listening. Yeah, she's herding cattle. Or she's you know. super ashamed to find out you're on a nerd podcast. Yeah, she's she's sad that I didn't grow up to be a cowboy. Love you, mom. <laughs> if you're listening. She's not. Sorry to be disappointing you. <laughs> okay. What the heck were we talking about? Loki, Loki's obvious. <laughs> Loki's. Loki was a little inconsistent. Your family drama in Thor, and then it was just like power-hungry, crazy quest for power in Avengers, which was a little turn for him, and he definitely took a darker... He was darker in Avengers. They really painted him as a villain, which I think is hilarious throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe because all of a sudden you forget how many people he really killed in these movies and all of a sudden it's cool he's good now he's Seriously. killed 80 people it's cool he's, he's adopted, he's, he's, adopted. Won his, he's won his brother's approval he's good now and I do want to say he'll I come love, back as a force ghost <laughs> I do love what uh, Tom has done for the fan base like they love him to death and I don't know if you guys have seen the Comic Con footage where they're showing some trailer and like all the lights go out and it's like this big technical difficulty they're like oh we're, we're working on it and all of a sudden one light comes on and he's on the stage that is a bright green one no it was yeah. just a white light and he's just standing there full costume every person in that oh. auditorium is screaming and he puts a finger up to his mouth to just like <laughs> shush him and everyone immediately just stops screaming and he was just like you know like introduced the trailer and just like just Fans just losing their that's mind. So cool. that's I mean, to your point, he's, yeah, he, he's getting his own standalone Disney Plus show. So that's excited to see where they go with that. To the volume of his character, Tom Hiddleston was super. He just nailed it. He's just this slimy kind of. That, he's that got that grin lovable. That he has that grin, right? Oh, it's like yeah. you, you wanna you wanna just you wanna hate him. You wanna you love him, but but you know he's got something up the sleeve kind of grin. Yeah. Yeah, it's a super I, good character. Overall, I think the villains were pretty weak as compared to the heroes. I think the heroes had way better character development actors and just were more exciting characters that we were more interested in. I feel like Loki was really the only villain where you'd be excited to see him in another movie. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I was pretty excited to see Red Skull. I didn't understand. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you were yeah, you were confused. But if like but you, you saw Jeff Bridges, no, in it wasn't movie. like oh man, I heard Red Skull's gonna be the next one. It's like if we saw um, Whiplash in another movie, we would just be disappointed. That would be yeah. Uh, we should do another ad read. Oh, Marty, you want to introduce another ad read? No, I just wanted to say I want my bird. <laughs> <laughs> that was his. That was his end game. He just wanted a bird. This from Russia. It's yeah. the second time Marty said that in the pod. Oh, is it really? Yeah, can we yeah, edit that out? No, we can't. <laughs> no edits. Um, so I'm sorry that you have to hear that, you know, for a second time. But you know what you also get to hear? We get to hear about Devin. And how do we hear about Devin? Yes, I'm saying the same intro as I did last time because we're using his microphone. Devin legit saved this orphanage down the street from a fire, <laughs> carried each one of those kids out by hand by hand and then he sheltered them and provided emotional support. Devin's a real one. Devin's I, a real one. I heard that Devin was 
just a mild-mannered citizen, and then he was bit by a radioactive nice person and became the person that he is today. Just genuine salt of the earth, very kind. So, Devin, thank you once again for letting us borrow your microphone for this stupid podcast. And you're still not getting your money back, Devin. I spent it frivolously and did not realize I was alone, thought it was a gift. Sorry, buddy. You didn't even buy a microphone. I you bought that. No. You bought that sweet Indiana Jones oh. hat, but just. Did you enjoy that pizza you just ate, Marty? Do you think that was free? Did we have pizza? Yes, there was pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right. That was a terrible ad read. Sorry, Devin. You're 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 a hero. Yeah, well, he's recovering from donating that kidney to the children's hospital, so I don't know if he'll catch this one. For the later. orphans, uh, get Maybe better he'll, soon, buddy. He'll listen to a couple pods in a row. Better soon. <laughs> Uh, All right, next on the list. What a guy. We are dumb. Peeves. <laughs> Any pet peeves? Uh, the CGI and... Peeves. I have eight minutes slotted for pet peeves. So I hope you have some pet peeves. Fun to say. Uh, first off, how you're saying it. Just a little... Pet peeves. <laughs> that's a little better. Pet peeves. The, the CGI scene from Captain America, once again, just... The, the, <laughs> the cart. <laughs> Dude, no, the just... Cart, no, yeah. not even the car. Yeah, it's just the yeah. New York scene. It's just... Uh, oh, it's, it's rough for me. <laughs> Really, Tommy Lee Jones driving the World War II. I'm not gonna kiss your son. <laughs> that one was tolerable, but that, the New York scene. It's the second longest runway ever behind serious, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Which Fast and Furious was that? The one where the ta- I think it's where Han dies. Uh, no, the no, sixth his, one? his girlfriend dies. That's the oh, sixth Gal one. Gal Gadot before they uh, Gal Gadot, yeah. realize what a gem she is. She would oh, become. Yeah, when, when the plane's taking off for like 27 minutes. That's 27 yeah. minutes. I don't clocked. know how many minutes. Yes. It was so many minutes. Vin Diesel kills 17 <laughs> bad guys with his bare fists. How many times do you think they upshifted in that scene alone? Like 17 times? I don't know. You think it was just a big loop? I'm oh hoping it was God. a big loop. Save it for the Fast and Furious pod. <laughs> that would be a good one. Stay tuned for Fast and Furious That one podcast. I'm going to sit out because I don't know as much. We'll get a guest on. That's what homework's for. Yeah, just do some watch research. It. Make me watch it. It's not like you Apparently have to I'm go too in-depth. You just watch it. I can then... I can tell you everything I know now. Fast, Too Fast, Too Furious, my favorite one. Okay, oh, so, uh, so you are getting audience. Yes. If you also want to kick Marty off the pod just for that <laughs> statement, please email us at molladover.gmail.com. Dude, it had Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> it did have Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese was in a bunch of them. That Dude. was a rat. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ava Mendes had Ava Mendes. Hey, whatever happens next, just let it go. <laughs> when he rolls up his shirt and punches the window, <laughs> oh and the door's unlocked. <laughs> Here's your blouse back, I think is what Paul says. Okay, yeah. can we just do it? Let's, no. What the heck were we talking My about? My biggest pet peeve Pepe's. is that Tyrese Gibson was not in the Marvel movies. Of all the actors to not Of War Machine. Why would... Don Cheadle? Really? Yeah. yeah. Out of nowhere. It's like they wanted an acclaimed, respectable actor uh, for I won't, or something. I don't, I don't have a, a huge, big uh, pet peeve. Can I... Can I name a moment that I really like from the movies? Ooh, That's they should make, the a opposite, movie, go ahead. should make a movie with Don Cheadle called, uh, instead of Hotel Rwanda, it'd be Hotel Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just War Machine, like in Wakanda. Like, that, that would be really cool, actually. <laughs> Him and Black Panther just going on like these hijinks. <laughs> Marvel, I know you're listening. This Rwanda forever! I seem to have lost my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me find it? <laughs> yeah, man, I could just use my suit. <laughs> yeah, I'll go take a look right now. He's got a t- <laughs> his his helmet goes down and he's got a tiny. Can't Polar- promise I don't blow it up. He's got a tiny Polaroid of uh, Tony Stark in there, and he gets sad every time his helmet closes. Uh, 
But yeah, what no, moment just, did you really appreciate, Marty? Uh, definitely the Iron Man War Machine fight scene. Uh, where they're taking on all the drones, too. So I liked War Love Machine. Iron Man too. I I, I loved War Machine before Iron Man two came out. When I was reading the comics, I remember I had one uh, with War Machine, and it was one of my favorite comics growing up. And seeing that scene, you know, just him wasting uh, the the drones, and then the Gatling gun is doing work behind him. It just. Oh my god, it was like my childhood on steroids. It was the coolest thing to see. So the pet peeves has turned into our favorite things. So I'm going to say my favorite thing. Favorite moment? To be fair though, it, like I didn't have any pet peeves really watching really it. Don't. Overall, it just, it's, and that's something I think Marvel is so good at, is everything's so solid. There's, so there's stuff you can yeah. nitpick because you can nitpick anything, but just these movies are just... They're kind of formulaic, but they're very solid. They're very, like, well put together. There's good humor. Avengers, the way Avengers pulls everything mm-hmm. together, and especially the way the Avengers movie, because it's about mostly the three main ones, right? Captain America, Thor, Iron Man. And it was supposed to be Hulk, but because of that Hulk Right, right, right. Through. And then Hulk yes. was supposed to be a big part of it also. But they had so much extra back, like backstory and scenes, including Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, Agent Coulson, that I really flushed it out. Nick Fury. Uh, I really flushed it out. I just I just love that about the Avengers movie is it made you care about all the characters. It, they weren't auxiliary characters compared to the big three, really. Do you remember going into that theater being like, this isn't going to work. There's too many you know, high-paid cast members in this for it to work, and they put it together like Perfectly, yeah. everything fit. Super balanced. Just, oh my god! Super I remember going into this movie with a Captain America shield, and uh, you know, you were store. dressed up as Hawkeye. Oh no, that's when we dressed up. Yeah. Oh, that Hawkeye suit was so dope. Is that when I showed up late as Captain? No, that was Captain America. We you Captain sh- America you were like, I'm not dressed enough, and I'm gonna be late. And you came running <laughs> down the aisle with your stupid mask on that we all had in the little shield, and I was so happy. We all got those toy masks and shields for Captain America. Oh, that was a good time. The Avengers. You were Nick Fury. Yeah, I was White Hawkeye. <laughs> they wouldn't let me bring a real bow and arrow in, so I had to bring a little toy one. Oh, toy one. Little with suction, with suction cup, cup arrows. Man, yeah, hardcore, dude. Oh, that was so dope. I don't know if I dressed up or not. I don't think you did yeah, for that one. You were too cool for school <laughs> at that point. I was having a lot of fun, too. But Nathan was more cool interested in uh, female attention. Apparently, yeah, we were not. Was, was <laughs> we were still cool. in our phase, and I'm as old as Nathan, and I was still in that Much phase. Much older if you listen to the last pod. Oh, yeah, that's true. 73, still. How's Social security and stuff. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nathan, I'm your grandpa. Yeah, no, Man, maybe you'll tell us about it sometime. Couldn't oh, think of any pet <laughs> No, I don't think I will. Oh, dang it. I should have done. Well, I don't know about that phase yet. For the people that can't see, I just winked. Yeah, he winked really aggressively. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's pet peeves I think I have in the later movies, but this phase one thing was like, everything was just... You're pretty you're, original and pretty pretty uh, basic, really. But at the same time, like er, not basic, conservative would be the right word. You had these villains that kind of disappeared, besides Loki, and then it was nothing that necessarily wowed me. But at the same time, until Avengers. But at the same time, I don't have any pet peeves. My pet peeves being Scarlett Johansson's hair kept changing. Yeah, that Thor's powers are super inconsistent. But that that Outside would be, of that. that would definitely be for Scarlett Johansson's hair would be more of like the. <laughs> Well, Marvel in general, yeah. not just Phase One. What do you mean by Thor's powers changing? Like specifically? You yeah, you were talking about. That. I just want to know, like specifically. I just feel like he is the ultimate superhero that would rival like anyone in one moment, and then the next moment he's just getting walloped by 
rando villains. I don't know. He I can't think, really... Now that you put me on the spot, I can't think of specific yeah, instances. It, it has to be your heavy hitters that he's dealing with, and it's like... Like, in Avengers, I remember the scene where uh, him and Loki are facing off, and they're not even fighting because Thor's trying to talk sense into him, and Loki stabs him. And even at a weak point where he's been stabbed... Thor like literally picks Loki up and just drops him into the concrete and the only reason he didn't do more to him was because Loki rolled off caught a, a drone and the whole rest of the movie he's like holding on to his side a little bit stab. just like ooh I got a boo boo but don't worry I can control lightning one I don't know beginning of Thor he like does this lightning thing that creates this shockwave in the ground which just eradicates like hundreds of these ice or frost giant bad guys and is like where is that the rest of this series I, you know? like, I, think that, I can think of a few instances where you could have used a lightning shockwave buddy or like yeah. at the end of Thor he legit created a tornado like, yeah right. where was that yeah. you never yeah. saw yeah. the like, tornado sucked ever up the destroyer I mean, granted the Thanos would have just like sucked it into his red gem and then thrown a tornado at him seriously it would have thrown a slice of pizza at him <laughs> But no, um, and that would have incapacitated <laughs> Thor because he was useless in the Thanos fight. Yeah, but that's only you know later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to it. And I was gonna say no in Infinity War he he kind of pulls through, but uh, in a, the first Avengers when like his one job for a while was to bottleneck everything, and you see for like thirty seconds of him just like shooting lightning and just destroying the Jatari before they can even get into the atmosphere. So that's the one time you see like him using his overly, you know, crazy powers. Oh, uh, shout out to for Phase One of Marvel for making the after credit scene just dude. Fantastic. I was just gonna say that. How many? We never stayed till after this. Like credits roll, you're out of there. But I now so, it's all these other movies are doing it too. The Fast franchise started doing it. Like oh all yeah, realize like how what that does. Just builds like, hype. your appetite for the so next much hype. You, you almost feel like you're cheated when you stay, and it's like, oh, what? It was like right? legit the and end of the movie. The rest of your car ride home, you're just talking about what that last scene means. And Getting all excited for the next exactly. one. Exactly. It's such years. a good gimmick, right? I, I like, like they how. Us, they had us hooked from the get go. I like how every movie had you like, oh my god, what's coming next? And then for Avengers, it's them sitting at the, the table. <laughs> storm. No, no dialogue, no nothing. Them just chilling. It's just like such a perfect end to like that first Which phase. Which one had Thanos... What, what was our first Thanos setting? When they when they said it was before to fight the, them, you would court. It was Avengers. That was Avengers. That, that was the first. That was, that was back when gotcha. everyone knew, like they pretended to know who it was, right, and they right, were totally right. wrong. So. Myself included. Uh, yeah, oh my god, that's the stroll. I had to like Google not even it when I got home. So I think Anthony research. told me. Yeah, Anthony like, being the smart guy, though, he is like, like who's, who's who dad? <laughs> who dad? Shout out Anthony. All right, we have any more uh, plugs we gotta get in? Uh, we doing the chic show again? Absolutely. Oh yeah, hang on. Uh, let me get a setup. You know, like uh, <laughs> it's got to need to set up. I mean, the first phase they looked good, but later on they looked. They were really missing good. something. They were missing. Like little scarves or handkerchiefs. Bandanas. Bandanas. That one accessory that would just make them pop. It, it was incredible <laughs> in the 80s and it's coming back, but not for you, for your dog. Where can you get one, Joel? These bandanas. Oh, uh, yes, dog bandanas. Lechicchio.com. It's French for the stylish pup. L E C H I C C H I O T. Lechicchio. They have really nice handmade bandanas, high quality, really affordable prices. I think I mentioned last pod, my favorite was the Kyler. I don't know if that's actually been released yet, 
But uh, <laughs> check it out because the Kyler is really nice. You're going to have to tell me the backstory named of after Kyler. why it's named after Kyler. Well, we could talk about it after the end. Well, it's named after Kyler. That's why. It's oh, is that the Kyler? She just picked a random dude to name this. No, it's a hedgehog. It's a hedgehog person. Uh, so so Kyler has a hedgehog. Uh, so the, 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 the fabric that makes the bandana is like cute little hedgehogs on it. So that's why it's called the Kyler. Okay, that makes way more sense. You have, to, you have to actually hang out with Kyler to know what's going on in his personal life. Oh, man, we are mentioning way too many like people we know on this pod that no one <laughs> listening Kyler. knows. They're like, who are these people? <laughs> That's cool. The actual people that do listen will know. Right, um, but my mom? Yeah, my mom knows them. Hey, Gina. You know Kyler. <laughs> Talk about him in your knitting school. All right. It's crocheting. Conclusions, gentlemen. What do we got? Uh, um, Joel stole mine with the shout out to the after after credit scenes. Those are those. You are stole my Jar Jar thing. I was going to talk about, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll and I kind of butchered it too, right? Like I was all uh, talking. You're like, good. You're good. You're good. It's so, fine. You'll be on the podcast. I was aware of it, but I didn't go. I don't know much. I, I'll say this in conclusion. Um, I really liked how you're like basically you're as strong as your weakest link, and these movies. Were not bad. Phase one was That's not true. bad. They were all pretty good. I remember, oh, I can't remember the last time I've seen Hulk, but it was entertaining. It was good. And they had, like, you know, some issues, but this is the phase one of all of the Marvel movies. Seriously. They all have their little their issues, but they're all good movies. So I think it goes to show that long term planning can really reap good fruits because even from the first Iron Man, I don't know how far in advance they had the plan for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They but, had Avengers at least in yeah, the pipe. They at least had all of these things planned to where it flowed really seamlessly. It wasn't like we need to make money, let's throw out this movie, let's throw out this movie. It was a cohesive vision that I think came together remarkably well, and I think that's why Marvel movies basically dominate the box office every year, Mm -hmm. is just because they were able to start off on a solid footing with a long-term vision. Right. Good thoughts, gentlemen. Good Good thoughts. thoughts. All right, so Um, next time we're talking about Phase 2? We do a Phase 2? No, we should should space it out a little bit. We can break it up? I think we Uh, need to do like... Do a DC? Oh, we no. could oh. we do like four. Well, pods that on would DC. that would be, be just that would be your doing. department because you, oh, yeah. Yeah. you want to talk next time. Hosting next. Ah, do we want to really like break we up sh- the Marvel though? What we shouldn't do is talk about what we're gonna add next because this will kind of like the end credit scenes that we're not gonna have. Like <laughs> we want people to be like, what are they gonna do next, and not be like, oh, they're gonna talk about Marvel next. We should kind of surprise the audience. What was the first Iron Man one? What was the end credit? It was Nick, Nick Fury, Fury being Fury. in his house, and he's like, "I am Iron Man." That's and right. Like, and then and, and you had your to you then you Incredible Hulk, right? Yeah. Then at the end of Incredible and Hulk, it's it Tony Stark. So yeah, because Thunderbolt Ross put together a team. Yeah. Was like, yep. Oh, yeah. snap! That was at the end shocking. of Thor. No, no, no. Hang on. Uh, Iron Man Two. Oh yeah. It's when he's uh, Agent Coulson's pulling up to Arizona and he sees the group of people That's and right. he's like, "We found it." And the close-ups on Minolar. Yeah, I know I pronounced Mjolnir. that right. Mjolnir. There we go. Chad Dennings is a lot funner in doses. Like, yeah. I needed a I needed a break from her. for Not a whole movie. But then when I rewatched it, she was pretty. She was pretty funny. She's a big Chad Dennings fan. It's kind of she's a nice lady. She's cute. Um, and then um, uh, Thor was when they were looking at the cube and the doctor that's right Loki. Uh, and Loki's like well that's worth a look and you know the doctor's like well that's worth a look yeah. 
And then, of course, Captain America no is when from there. he breaks out of uh, yeah, the, they have him in the hospital that the was like 1940. Yeah. And then, you know, Nick Fury's like, everything all right? He's like, yeah. Oh, I, just, I can't wait for phase, I missed a date. phase two discussion. Phase yeah. two is where it gets juicy. We'll, yeah. uh, let, we're not going to tell you guys what we're going to pod about next time. You'll have to hey, tune in to find out. put it in, in the comment out. section. What, what do you think? We no, should no, 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 no. No, you should. We don't give that power. No, no, no. Okay. Hey, don't listen to Nathan. He's not even a long-term You know what you shouldn't do? You know what you shouldn't do? Don't go into our comment section on our Instagram or Twitter feed and uh, tell us what you want to hear no, about. No, Don't no, go no. to our email at mulletover.com. Completely unrelated, <laughs> look up the petition to keep Nathan on the podcast and go ahead and throw your signature on there. <laughs> I don't know that There's one made. signature so it's far, and it's Nathan. in the progress of Yeah, no, just, just go to mulletover at gmail.com. Let us know if you want Nathan to get kicked off of the pod or not. It's, it's we all know folks. what the obvious choice is. I clearly <laughs> led the charge on this epic Marvel discussion here today, and if you want more of that in the future... Yeah, all you gotta do is say uh, keep Nathan. All right, it's not not difficult. There's what only a, like what a campaign slogan. Thank you. Keep, <coughs> keep Nathan. Make the podcast great keep again. The, keep, <laughs> keep the podcast <laughs> great again. Keep the podcast great. With build Nathan. that podcast wall. <laughs> Who are you guys gonna replace me with? Hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I mean we could just have a sock at this point. <laughs> we just train a monkey. So <laughs> a trained monkey. Y'all uh, be haters. I gave you pizza. You're in my home. All right, All right. Bob. That's it. We'll see you guys later. Deuces.